listener. Kickpot acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we are recording this podcast, the Yulikit Wulan clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the Kickpod, your DNM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. My voice is still not back, guys. I'm so sorry. Maybe this is the new you. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's raspy. I sound sexy. Yeah. But we all the listeners know I am not the sexy one Maybe out of the two of us. This is your body making it mm, more sexy. <laughs> but this voice, so last last week you would have heard it was sounded like this. Mm. This week it sounds like this. Mm. Ever since two years ago, I lost my damn voice. Yeah. Right before we recorded our audiobook and then it just went away. Mm. I now have a very strained voice box and it just kind of like comes and goes. This oh. this raspiness. So I've got a week, I've got something very important to record coming yes. up for Kick Run that I got sent home from last yeah. week. Yeah. And so we had to reschedule it and hope I am so my voice is well, it's obviously not on rest for the podcast because yeah. otherwise I mean, it would seem to be an amazing podcast, just you talking. I feel like a lot of people would be like, yes, Queen, let's let's do it. Let's no. <laughs> let's do it. And then also with Jolson, I've been trying to talk less yeah. because I need a rest. Exactly. Yeah. And we just don't really talk because <laughs> I, the culture hire of our marriage. You're the talker. I no, they, I bring the culture, not just talking, but mainly because I realised we were talking um, after work. We went on a walk. Yeah. Last, it was last week. It was my voice, when my voice was, was going. Oh, yeah. It was when it was like going at the okay, end of the week. Right. And he was like, I'm like, oh, I can't really talk very much. And he made all these jokes like, ha, oh, finally. like, in, Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, you, you hold a conversation for us because I ask him a question and I'm like, how was your day? Fine. Okay. Uh, okay. Then I have to ask specifically, how did this meeting go? Yeah, it was all right. I didn't really want to talk about it. I'm like, cool. Dalton is uh, me. Yeah. So I just, I again, I just reinstated. I already knew I was the culture hire of our marriage, but it was re- reinstated again this week. <laughs> There's things outside of talking that brings culture. Mm, yes, I also bring those things. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton brings the silliness, silly Dalton. No, obviously Dalton is amazing mm. and I wouldn't marry someone who didn't bring any culture to the marriage. Yes, but I still am the culture hire. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of culture, podcast. Really? Was that a good? It's a bit of a, it's a topsy-turvy way of getting there. Was it? Okay. So take it away. Okay. So we do have a, (laughs) we do have a kick update for you. And it is that we have a kick pod Facebook group. Wow. Which is just so exciting. It is so exciting, guys. And it's been a long time coming. It's a Taylor reference there. Um, And. You didn't get that, nah, did you? Didn't get it. Did not. Did not get that. <laughs> um, but it's obviously like our other Facebook group. If you're a part of our Kick Facebook group already, same good vibes, supportive vibes over here in the Kick Pod one. Except it is all going to be all about the Kick Pod. It's so all about it's the all pod. about the Kick it's Pod. All about the Kick Pod. And we would love in that in that group for you guys to discuss episodes, maybe things you loved, maybe segments you've loved. Get involved. Um, Your you opinion. Can suggest future guests, future Tell topics, everything. There's so much. And I wouldn't. Yeah. I want to know your opinions because when mm. we talk about, when we do segments, like obviously you hear our opinions it's and I'm like, people. well, what are you thinking? Yeah. So tell us what you're thinking. Yeah. Are you the culture hire in your marriage? 
Is there more than just talking and being the culture high of your marriage? I want to know. And And so do you. Do you? Of course we do. (laughs) And we're also going to come to you with ideas for new episodes and we'd love your opinions on those. Surveys to understand what you guys are loving or maybe not so much. Um, And then also teasing upcoming eps and stuff. So if you would love to be a part of that, which after I said it, like who wouldn't if you're listening? If you want to talk back to us, basically. Yeah. And the other and the community. You know? And to each other. Each other. Exactly. exactly. Um, so we'll pop the link in our show notes and can't wait to see you there. Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's different to the kick. If you're in the kick Facebook community, the yeah, kick be different. Facebook community, different. That one is all about obviously you're very welcome in there too if you're a kick member. Wellness, That's all about kick. everything. Yes, wellness. This, this is podcast. Pod. Yeah. Okay, guys. I have made some changes in my life that are making a really big positive impact on my life for 2024 and I wanted to share them with you. We love that. Okay, the first one. I have reworked my diary. Now, this is something big one that my coach helped me do, which was really, really wonderful. And this is a big one because last year what I found is that I had no time to do my work because mm-hmm. my whole day was meetings, yep. which is a part of my job. Yes. But I also have uh, like you have things that need to be delivered. To, exactly. Yes. And so that meant that the only time for me to do my time. tasks that need to be delivered was on the weekend or very late at yep. night or very early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So what I have now is I've blocked out my calendar with yep. times where I have work focus mm. time. How that has helped me is my meetings go in the blocks outside of that. Now, the rule is if a meeting comes in the week that can't can only fit yeah, it's urgent. in the block time and it is urgent and it can't be pushed to the next week, it goes in that block time. That is no problem. Yeah. But that has really helped mm-hmm. me. I've also blocked out the nights that I work. Mm-hmm. And so then I try and make sure I put that. So that's two nights a week. And then I've allowed Friday is quite a late until I think about my my work block goes till about 6.30 because I always on a Friday I'm like, oh, I've got so much, so much to have to finish and that's fine. And it's like just set my expectations for, yeah. for work, for my schedule, yeah. and it's really good. And then I have my weekend work blocked in Saturday morning, get mm-hmm. that done. And, again, sometimes there has been weekends or times so far that I've had to work outside of those mm-hmm. hours because, you know, things just pop up. But I feel a lot more in control yeah. of my schedule and not like it controls me. Yes. Which is really yes. nice. And I, and I literally when I have... I have to say, when um, Janie is the coach that I have mm. who's wonderful, we have to get her on the podcast, yeah, actually. Yeah, I, I was going to say, because I'm about to get started with her. And that is one thing that I wanted to talk to her about as well is my schedule because I just fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> my schedule sucks. Like, I don't have one, really. It's it's kind of similar. Like, when, you, when I listen to you talk, it's very similar to where you were at last year in that, like, it's just kind of meetings here and there. I don't have as many as you. But then what happens is because I'm working so collaboratively with a lot of the team and, like, sitting at the desk, if I don't block out my time and schedule it correctly, I find myself just, like, working on four different projects because X, Y, and Z is talking to me yeah. every five minutes. And then I We don't the call our day. team members X, Y, and Z. No, I just don't want to names. <laughs> use names. We are Tesla. And then- <laughs> <laughs> we're not. And then it gets to the end of the day and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, my to-do list once again is not finished. So, yeah, totally. Scheduling's huge. Yes. So anyway, we will get. But Janie we'll get Janie on. on yeah. Sorry. That, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> but it is. It makes. It does. It makes yeah. such a big difference. Yeah. And when she sent it through to me last year, mm. I started crying when mm. I got it because I was like, oh my god, this can be relieved. I can do my work in these makes sense hours. Yeah. And it, it anyway, I just was. It's made a very, very, very big difference. Yeah. So that's the first one. Second one. Decluttered our house. This is something that we can all do. Yes. We can. clutter. 
in the space means clutter in the mind, okay? Seriously, it's true. That's what happens. If you and I know where you don't mind. No, actually, you're not. You don't have any clutter because Josh hates clutter. He, he's, yeah, you're hates clutter. more. I find that my anxiety will sometimes go into cleaning. So That's I, what Josh does, yeah. yes. So I'm not the same. Yes, I know. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I would actually love to hear from yeah. you how much it impacts you. But for yeah. me, I just feel so much better because yeah. when I have a clear space around me my yeah. mind is clear and I feel in control and also now when we clean the house mm. like also we are very lucky to have we do have a cleaner that comes once a week but then also we some so our cleaner comes every Friday it's good because it kind of forces you to tidy up when I do the tidy it's so much easier yeah. to do that tidy because we don't have as much shit and I just feel in control yeah. and then I go we haven't had a week yet where we haven't gone into Monday with like a very very clean house and yeah. we don't have kids like we don't so I, I know for a lot of people that have kids, it's like not possible to do that yeah. because they put their toys everywhere. I've seen Harvey just redecorate yeah, in five just, minutes. Yeah. You pick your days yeah. when you want to clean up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But for me, it's made such a difference. Yeah. And even if it's just your office space, like mm. that is what made the world of difference I was the office that. space yeah. and totally decluttering it. It's like that's it's like I walk in and I'm like, this is You're a not clean, motivated otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. Clean, clear space. And it then motivates me to organize my day better because yeah. I'm like I'm in this organized space, so mm. now I'm going to be organized. Yeah, helps a lot. So that's made a big difference. Mm. Okay, meditation and Steph's laughing. <laughs> you can't see her because I, I the, the Daily Mail made fun of this, and I understand why. So <laughs> my new morning routine is I get up instead of going on my. Well, I need to pay, play my meditation through my phone. Yeah, so that <laughs> I need to go in the kitchen. Yeah, you're not for scrolling. That. I'm not scrolling. Yeah. Instead of because what I was doing, I get up, I snooze my alarm. My phone is now on the other side of the room. Nice. I have so to get up. up when my alarm goes yeah. off. So that's a big tip. That's helped me a lot. Yeah. So now I wake up, I do a five-minute meditation, and I drink a glass of water. If I can, I will take that water glass outside and my meditation outside, and I'll sit outside nice. and do it. And it just makes me feel such a nice start. Energized, nice start. I've controlled my morning. It hasn't controlled me because when I go on social media, my morning controls me. Yes. And you generally like. I will challenge all of you. Anyone that goes, like, no judgment. I literally did it for the past three years. Yeah. It's so we all do it. Yeah. Get up, scroll. Yeah. You don't feel, and even on the weekend sometimes mm. if I'm having like a slow morning and mm. I, I'm like, oh, my God, I've been lying in bed for one hour yeah. scrolling Instagram. Time flies. It never, ever, like I, I challenge you to ask yourself, like, does this actually make me feel good? How yeah. do I feel after I do this? Yeah. You don't feel, it's not like you, it's not even like you might compare yourself because it's not about, sometimes obviously social media no, makes us do that. It's just hit, your mind. It's addictive. It's, it just makes you feel like. Bleh. We need to get unaddicted, that's all. Agree. So mm. that has helped a lot in my morning. Reading at night has really helped yeah. as well. The 10 pages, it helps me wind down. Again, it gets me off my phone yes. right before I go to bed. Yeah. So I highly recommend that. And the last thing, alcohol. Mm. Okay, so last year, I think I mentioned this a tiny bit on the pod yeah. podcast, but last year be because I didn't have a great balance, which again, that's that was what it was yeah. with work and life, I was getting home and I'd be like, getting home super late and then having to keep working yeah. and so what's gonna make this better yeah I was like a you know what I'll have a glass of wine yeah but what happened because that was every night yeah. I was having a glass of wine or two every single night mm. and then on a Friday and a Saturday I was drinking like because a few more than that binge yeah. drinking is actually if you drink more than four I believe it's four standard drinks in one setting mm -hmm. it's in like the day whatever mm -hmm. that's considered binge drinking oh I didn't know that so I was binge drinking 
Friday, Saturday, and then sometimes even Sunday, like mm. Dalton and I would have a wine on a Sunday afternoon. Mm. And then, and I think it was also because I just didn't have this balance in my life. I was yeah. also dreading Monday morning because I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to go into this huge yeah. week and work 70 hours again. And yeah. like, do I have the energy? How am I going to do this? And we've been brought up in a culture that thinks alcohol makes everything better. Exactly. So. And I just got in this yeah. habit of it. Mm. And so what has really, really helped me this year, and Dalton's done it too, I think it's, it's real. Obviously, it's like you are your own person, but, but it is so hard, hard if your partner's having like a glass of wine and you're you're not. It I is agree. hard because you can't do it together. So we've both made a so promise good. to each other that we'll only drink two nights a week. Mm. And like, for example, at your, I don't, I wasn't doing it at your birthday, but your mm. birthday absolutely would have had more than four drinks. Like oh, yeah. that's, no. that obviously. Special some, occasion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also drink responsibly, obviously. But you and do you. Still stick to the rule, do not do more than two shots, okay? Still, <laughs> that rule is close that to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, mm. what it has helped, so, but what I found has actually happened mm. is I am only wanting, yeah, I don't feel like alcohol. I don't yeah. crave it. Like I'm not getting home and be like, I want a wine. Like mm. I don't want it. And even like when we've, when we travel, like if we go to Sydney, like usually we would have. I mean, you don't always do it, but sometimes we'll, I will have a glass of wine mm. in the lounge or whatever. We're not doing it. Yeah. Like I just, I'm like, I actually don't feel like alcohol yeah. right now. Yeah. It's not, it's like I was, I was connecting it with when I'm exhausted mm. and I just need something like good. Yeah. That's what I would have. And yeah. I've re somehow yeah. cut that connection. And now it's when good. I'm feeling tired or whatever, I don't think, oh, I'll have, have a, a wine. wine. I'm like, I'm going to sleep or something. Yeah. Like have a tea. Yeah. So, and now we, even the past few weeks, I think I've only had, like I've had a wine at dinner maybe like once a week. Yeah. I don't even feel like I need to have it twice a week. Yeah. And it has helped my sleep. So much. So much. Oh, there is much. so much evidence. So, that it so, so many much. Things. As I speak through it, I didn't have, I mean, obviously I had this relationship with alcohol that yeah. was like, makes it like makes things are shit. Better. I'll just have, yeah. I'll have a wine. Yeah. So that's definitely not a good relationship. Yeah. But I definitely didn't in any way, I wasn't drinking like a bottle of wine a night. It was mm. like a glass or something like yeah. that. So I didn't think of myself as, oh, I've got a problem with alcohol. Mm. But if you're listening and you're like, oh, you know what? I don't have a great, super Mm. great relationship with alcohol and I want to change some of the habits. Mm. You can. You can. And I just, I feel so much better. Yeah, it's good. It's great. Yeah. And I still drink like once a week. I'm not cutting it totally, but it's just all once or twice a week. But it's just, yeah, I feel like it's just made a really big difference. It's great. Yeah. It's good. So I hope out of all of those things there's something, even if go go and declutter. I'm trying to say, I was going to say cut, throw some things out. We don't have to yeah. throw them out. It's depending on if you're already like Marie Kondo vibes, don't throw anything out of your office because then you have to rebuy it. But if there's clutter, you can just do something for you this weekend yeah. to set yourself up for this year. Yeah. Because you, we are in control of our year. Yeah. All of those things. There's, there's all of those things can be very easily implemented, but you don't need to do all of them. No. Do what works for you. But exactly. Laws. Thanks for sharing. No problem. And you know what? Also, if you have anything that this year has helped you mm. feel in control of your year and feel better, share it in the Facebook group. Yeah, let's share the inspo. Would love that because mm. this is just mine. Imagine if we all put them together, how many things we'd have there that we, we could love. do. Yeah, perfect. So we'll start a thread after this episode. Things that make us feel better. Exactly. <laughs> One, two, three, Welcome to the Kit Court. Now, Laws. Yes. (laughs) Welcome, guys, to a very new segment of ours. And we're very excited about this because I think as best friends, we often get asked if we ever argue. And look, if we weren't aligned on most things, our relationship as best friends and business partners would be very disagree. Well, that's the thing, right? Yes. We're aligned on most things, which is important. Yeah. 
doesn't mean we agree on everything. No. So that might be a surprise to you, might not. But here we go. <laughs> here we go. We welcome to the kick court. Also, side note, I did a law degree and we thought we better put it to use. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I'm actually. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're going to win every argument. I don't know how much legal argument. jargon I can bring to this, but I will try my best. I, d- I definitely did. I did 10 years of uni for this moment. Okay, cool. Yeah. Not for yeah. anything else. Nah. Just for this moment. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so the way Kick Court is going to work is we would love you guys to share some maybe controversial topics so that we can discuss our opinions on them. And one story that Lindsay had, which I'm going to let Lindsay share, when she told me the other day, I was like, this is something that I feel Laura and I will disagree on. <laughs> so, Lindsay, take it away. <laughs> so the story goes, the other week I had a dentist appointment and I walked there, gave myself about 10 minutes leeway to like get in, go to the toilet, stop sweating and get ready for the appointment. Sitting there in the reception, just waiting, nine o'clock comes and goes, 9.05, 9.10, 9.15. And I was looking at my watch thinking like, oh, like, where's the dentist? And her receptionist was in the room preparing the um, surgery or whatever. And she comes out at maybe like 9.15, 9.20 and said, oh, hopefully she's not too much further away. Um, she's probably just stuck in traffic. And then I had a moment of thinking, but our appointment was at nine o'clock. Is there not an expectation that if an appointment is at nine o'clock as the service provider, you're there mm for the nine o'clock appointment in the same way that I, as the person receiving the service, is also there at nine o'clock. And I was getting a little bit stroppy about it, but then I had to catch myself and think, oh no, like maybe she maybe she could have left early to anticipate traffic or parking or whatever, but you never know, like you get halfway through the work and there's something on the Westgate and then you're delayed for whatever reason that you couldn't have accounted for. And I was like, oh, maybe she was like something bad happened. Maybe she had kids that she had to take to school. Maybe she's got other things going on in her life that I'm not privy to that have made her late. Maybe I'm in the wrong for (laughs) being mad at her for being 20 minutes late for our appointment. So then I was just stuck in a place of like, what is right? Like, is it, is it okay that I was stroppy about her Mm. being 20 minutes late to this appointment or is it reasonable Mm. if someone's leaving you waiting for 20 minutes? Is it rude? Mm. So that's a quick court question. Is it rude to be late? Okay. I want to caveat, I want to caveat this. If something happened in that morning for her that was out of normal circumstances, mm-hmm. that like something bad happened in her family or her kid was sick and whatever. Yeah. That's that you can't, you can't control that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But that I can't, when I go to the places like the dentist or whatever and they are running really, really late, yeah. if my appointment's in the afternoon, I'm like, I get it yeah. because you, there was an appointment yeah. that went over and I understand that like yeah. sometimes people go into the doctor or the dentist and they, they book like a 30-minute appointment and they're like they have a rotted that. tooth and then well, they, have they to might have been it. late. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But if a service provider is late, be- oh, sorry, her office is her office, right, yeah. or their office is their office. They know yeah. where it is. Yeah. They should leave enough I would, you always, if you have an appointment at nine o'clock, you mm. should get there at 8.45. Mm. Like don't, don't get there at nine. Like get there at 8.45, like the actual, to, to get ready for the day, right? Yeah. Because Lindsay, with you now missing your appointment, sorry, with you, your appointment starting at 9.20, every single yeah. person that came to the dentist that day is now going to be affected. And if it's because 
they slept in or like they just didn't allow enough time. Mm. I don't think that's okay because they're valuing their time over yours and every patient they have during the day. And Mm. most people as well work. And obviously like a lot of service providers, their hours, the hours that they're open are in business hours. Mm. And so if you're trying to duck out between meetings Mm. and you're like, okay, so I've now rescheduled five meetings because you didn't account for the traffic. Mm-hmm. Like that and that, uh, no, nah, I don't think that's okay. Unless it was an ex- like a really bad circumstance as yeah. to why they were late. Yeah. You have an obligation of a 9am appointment. You're not respecting the other person's time if you are not there and you are not organised. So that's yeah. my opinion. Okay. So my opinion is, look, it, and I find it a bit different when it comes to like service providers or something like that because I can't, I, I completely agree, Lindsay, it's frustrating when they're late. And agreed laws, when it's in the afternoon, you kind of think to yourself, well, realistically, they've had all day. They could have had late patients. So many things could happen. But first thing in the morning, I understand your frustration. However, my mind always, always goes to so anything could have happened. Yeah. Not going not gonna to blame them. Where I get upset is if it's not acknowledged. If someone waltzes into yeah. a meeting, catching up for coffee or appointment and doesn't acknowledge that they're late or apologize, that to me is they don't respect your time. Mm. But when you sit there laws and say they don't respect your time if they're late, mm. I completely disagree with that because I'm late probably 80% of the time mm. to things. Don't know if it's something that I'm doing wrong, but I am notoriously late and I don't love it. I feel anxious about it. I mm. feel horrible about it. I hate it. Like I literally get the jitters. I fuck, most times I'm leaving the house because I realize I'm late. I argue with Josh. He hasn't done absolutely nothing wrong, but I'm like, start picking up my shit for me because I'm going to be late. <laughs> and then I'll drive out of the driveway feeling like an asshole because I've just yelled at him. But it's all because I'm stressed because I'm late. Mm-hmm. That is not because I don't respect the people's time. Mm. That's because I'm fucking angry at myself because I haven't got my shit together, right? Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if I wake up at 5 a.m. with my son and I've got like fucking three hours before I get to work. I will always find for some reason something more to do. And I'll be late, right? And it doesn't mean I'm always late. Like, I definitely have tried to, like, put some things in, alarms and stuff on my phone to, like, try and leave on time. But for me, I don't know what it is, but I am late a lot. And that Mm. does not mean I do not respect you. You should not be a dentist. (laughs) Take service (laughs) providers out of it. We're just talking about being late. Okay, okay, okay. So I, when I hear people say, well, you don't respect people's time, I hate it because Mm. that is what sends me over the edge when I'm late because I feel so bad about the other person. I think if you are late to things notoriously, you don't do anything about it and you never acknowledge it and you don't think there's a problem with it, sure, you Mm. don't respect people's time. But I don't think being late just means that. I think it depends on the reason, right? But if you're like, oh, I just didn't, I'm just late, I'm like, oh. Well, I think it, sometimes I do feel that because I'm like, oh, well, I, I rushed through my thing so I could be here on time for this meeting. And so then, but then you, I don't feel like you ever come in without a reason. Like you always have a good reason for being late and that's fine. I agree. It, dep- it depends on the reason. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I think it's like if you were to come in every single, because we have a few like early morning meetings and mm. if you were to miss them by 15 minutes, like every single week, because mm. what happens when someone comes in late to a meeting, you wait for 15 minutes if there's more people in the meeting usually or you start and then you regroup and it disrupts the meeting right a little bit. 100%. Which is fine. Every now and then it happens. Mm. But after you're late, you then the next day would be like, okay, I'm not going to be late tomorrow. Mm. I want to make sure I leave on time or whatever mm. or organise myself so mm. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, but I, I will say there are people, and I'm one of them, who really, really struggle with organising. Mm. Like I could see that I've got 45 minutes before I need to leave. Mm. The task that I need to do will probably only take me 10 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Does my mind go, sure, okay, maybe do it now and then chill out before you need to go? Yes. No, it doesn't. 
it doesn't. I yeah. go, I'm going to keep enjoying myself. Fuck, now I've got to be in the car in five minutes and I've got 10 minutes of shit to do. So I'm going to be late. And that five minutes in traffic can actually turn. Yeah, like, like 30 honestly, minutes. 30 yeah. minutes or yeah. like 15 minutes. 100%. Don't know what it is, but it happens quite yeah. frequently where they'll just, I'll just find other things to do mm-hmm. or like add to my plate because I feel like I've got more time. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like I would actually probably be better if I woke up 15 minutes before I needed to go to, like, to work because I would know I haven't got time for anything <laughs> but to get ready for work. But when I have like three hours or yeah. whatever, I wouldn't sn- I'm never out of bed three hours before I go to work. I'm usually just like lying awake listening to my son yelling from the top of the stairs and then I'm just trying to ignore him so he goes back to sleep. <laughs> but I have got all the time in the world, like absolutely enough time to get myself organised, but mm-hmm. I always leave it to last minute. And I don't know why. Do you think, though, because for me as someone who values being on time, Mm -hmm. with me sharing with you, because if I was a bit more less, she said laissez-faire, so Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Is La- that French? I think laissez faire is like just go with the flow. Like oh, I, I okay. think that's what any French cool. people listening like and it's not. That's what I was trying yeah. to. That's what I want the translation to yeah. be. Nice. Then maybe you wouldn't, I, I would get it. But I think do you, in you hearing for me that if when, if you come late and mm. it's like just it, the meeting is disrupted or mm. whatever, and I know you respect me very much. Like I know that. I really know that. But knowing my view on yeah. when people are late. It's the only reason that I get anxiety when I'm late. But does that, doesn't that, <laughs> but instead of that, wouldn't you think, okay, this is really important to Laura. Yeah. I want to try and be on time today. So instead of doing 30 minutes of chilling and then doing my stuff, I'm going to do my stuff first so then I can be on time. 100%. Instead of Instead of interpreting it that I give you anxiety. No. Because I'm punctual. What I'm saying is you don't do it. It's not you giving <laughs> yeah. me anxiety. What I'm saying is because I care about yes. what you think. Yes. I 100%, I get very stressed about it. Mm. But it's in the same light as I know that Josh would like feel very much like I've listened to him and heard him if I continuously clean up after myself because that's something that affects him. Do I do it all the time? No, because for me it's not, I want to say, natural or Mm. whatever. It's different for me. But I put effort in because I know it affects him. Same way with being late. Doesn't really affect me. Mm. Honestly, the only reason it affects me is because I care what other people, how it's going to affect other people. Mm. Doesn't really Mm -hmm. affect me, like whatever. So it's the same light. I put more effort in and I feel more anxious about it because I care, mm. but it doesn't always work out. Like I can't, and it's not always the big things like Harvey's broken his arm and I need to take him to the hospital. Oh my God, that, 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 you go. Absolutely. Of course I'm <laughs> going to be late. It's not always that. Sometimes it is. I've let myself down. Mm. And mm. like that does not mean I don't respect you because I end up hating myself for being late. So I just want to be very clear. There's absolutely egotistical people out there who don't give a fuck yeah, yeah, and yeah. waste people's time. Yeah. But I don't think you can blanket rule people being late mm-hmm. as disrespecting people's time. I don't. Interesting. Mm. I do think you respect me, but I do. I do think we. I don't know. It's about. I don't know. You're right. I think we disagree on yep. this. Yep. A little bit. Yep. Yep. Anyway, we'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first kick on. <laughs> no, but seriously, we would love to hear your thoughts because I know that this is something that people do honestly feel one way or the other. I don't think there's many people in the middle. Probably not. No. I mean, because the only other spectrum is if you are inc- incredibly egotistical and you yes. don't give a fuck. That's the only thing. But I don't know. I don't think we know many people like that in our no. lives. And I also want to say too, I am late sometimes. Yeah. Like I'm not perfect. Like I'm, my friends will be listening like, Laura, you're late sometimes, a hundred million percent. Yeah. But I will always keep them mm updated yeah. like if I'm hello I'm running because sometimes things come up mm-hmm. so I will say hi I'm running 15 minutes late. like I'm so sorry but mm-hmm. I usually will try and give them enough notice so then they haven't left or whatever you know mm-hmm. whatever 
Um, but there you go. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the kick court. Let us know your thoughts. What is it time for? Special share. Special share time. Okay, I have a podcast for you guys this week. Mm-hmm. It is on the Mel Robbins podcast. I'm a very big fan of Mel Robbins and all of her work. It is with someone else I'm a very big fan of, Stephen Butlett. Mm-hmm. It is called the 51% rule and three more strategies to think like a millionaire. It's not really about money at all. I think that's the title because he's a millionaire and it's maybe a little bit clickbait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stay stay with me here. (laughs) So I I really like Stephen Butler and the way he speaks about things and there is some very good takeaways in here. I didn't know he actually grew up with nothing. Mm -hmm. I never knew that. Didn't know that about his childhood, mm. so it was a little bit of an insight into that. And then the other thing I thought was really interesting was he spoke about decision-making. So big decisions in our life, like if we want to change careers or whatever it mm. might be, and it, he reframes it in a way that I've never thought about it before. Mm. So if you want to quit a job that you've worked really, let's say you're a lawyer or a, mm. a job that has a doctor that has had a lot of study mm. behind it and you think that you'll be a failure if you quit mm. that and go and do something else, He actually flips it and it's like, no, if you stay in a job where you are so unhappy, that is the failure. It's not the other way around. Anyway, really, really good episode for anyone that is – decision-making is really hard. I think we all can get better at decision-making and and being decisive because we all put off decisions, right, and overthink them. Exactly. And it was just a really great way to frame decision-making and I highly recommend it. Love. Thank you. And I what also is yours, Stephen? So I'm excited about that. Okay, so this is one that I know you've read or listened to. I'm listened. not sure if you read, list, listened. Okay, cool. Um, so Janie, who we already mentioned in the podcast, <laughs> who's going to come a lot of shoutouts, um, recommended uh, that I listened to this. So it was an audio book, but I loved it so much that I'm actually going to go buy it now because there's parts that I want to like read through again and like highlight. And I'm stuff interested like that. in what part you felt the most. There's, uh, there's many parts of each. So, okay, wait. It's called The Four Agreements and it's Don Miguel Ruiz, I think. I'm going to say, he, I've probably said his name completely wrong. I'm apologies for that. But um, it's called The Four Agreements and it was a great audio book. So definitely recommend if you love audio books. But um, as I said, I want to get the book now and like highlight it and stuff like that because it goes through these four agreements that we can make with ourselves to make life better, basically, um, in that we're all in some ways living in hell. And that sounds like really dramatic, but in in our own ways, we are. Um, But there's things that we can put in place, at least personally, that can make it better. And just your outlook and everything better. Um, And to add on to that, one special share that you've had last year, I think it was, was when you watched About Time. Yes. The movie with Rachel McAdams. So we watched that the other night. And because I'd watched it four times. Beautiful. Love the movie. It's such a great movie. Um, But Josh hadn't seen it. And I was like, oh, I'll definitely watch that again. And I watched that like after I'd finished the book. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because about life, like the sentiment is that if you could do it all again, if you could live these days again, you would do things differently or you'd look at things differently. And I just think it's like just inspired me to try and do that. And um, it's hard. Like it's hard. At 5 a.m. this morning when Harvey was yelling out to me and we were both very, we switched to like, frustration and like oh my god like what's going on we like really had to like 
try and rein it in and like breathe through it and be like, our son is calling out to us. Like, is it really the end of the world? No. Like, let's maybe change our reactions to this. So it's hard, but I'm I'm going to try and implement some of these things. So the four agreements. Love it. And it's only two hour. It's a yeah, two it's hour, hour audio book. Yeah. I can't remember if I had it sped up. Two, two hours to yeah. two and a half hour audio book. Yeah. So it's quick, quick listen, like yeah. a long podcast. Yeah, it is. It so is. I recommend. I, I did. I read, listened to it over a few car rides and it was... It was great. I looked forward to the car ride so that I could keep listening. So fabulous. Um, and that is all for us today. But just, again, we wanted to give a shout-out to our Facebook group, um, if you haven't already, which I don't know if you would have done within the time of this episode, but we would love to have you. So the link is in our show notes. Come and join us there so we can chat all things kickbump. Please do. And there's a kick bump episode coming out on Wednesday. If you haven't already listened to the episode that you did, Steffi, with Josh, it is such a good one. I highly recommend listening. I think too, even if you're not a parent per se or thinking about having kids, it is. it was just a really very open, vulnerable conversation. And Yeah, Josh, you did was, good. Yeah, it was really good. So highly recommend listening. Listening to that. There'll be a new kick bump app this Wednesday. We love you guys. Love Bye. You.